This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is one of the coolest prizes we've given away on the show in a long, long time. So The Impractical Jokers are coming to D.C., Danny, you and I are going to be on stage introducing them, I think, when they come out. We are indeed. a week from Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. Uh-huh. Pretty cool. Someone's going to win two tickets right now, and with those two tickets, a VIP pass to be able to come up on stage and introduce the guys with us and do a meet and greet, it sounds like, which is really, really cool. So let's do it. Caller number 20 right now, 800-636-1067. If you are an Impractical Jokers fan, drive, drive, drive tour, Sunday, February 19th, Capital One Arena. You get the two tickets, you get the VIP pass for this once-in-a-lifetime chance to introduce Q, Murr, and Sal to the crowd at the Drive, Drive, Drive Tour with me and Danny on stage. Tickets are on sale now. For tickets and more event information, you can go to thefandc.com. So good luck to everybody who is calling. With that, we've got to get to the hotline because our guy we've had on a couple times throughout the uh, ongoing storyline that is Dan Snyder trying to sell the team. A.J. Perez of Front Office Sports joins us. He had the story just a couple of nights ago that there is a chance that Dan actually doesn't sell if he can't get $7 billion. So, A.J., give us the details on this. Last we heard, that first round of bidding had come back, and $6.3 billion was what the money was at. So what are you hearing now? Yeah, so it's, uh, I still, you know, it's still, the most people I talk to still think this is, this is headed toward the sale. And obviously, the Sean Payton, um, uh, what he told Adam Shine today about having, having multiple ownership groups, potential ownership groups reaching out to him as part of a package deal to come into the team. That kind of lends itself to say that, that Dan Snyder and other people bidding on this team think Dan Snyder is going to sell. Um, if, if, if not a huge portion of it, all the team. Um, and I think that's, it, I suppose it's, it's trending that way. I mean, there, there are some couple of my sources who think that there's still a slight chance or a, a slight, slight chance that uh, Snyder will back away. He doesn't get that number, but uh, every, every indication is that it, it's the team is headed towards a sale. Um, and we just don't know the time frame or actually who's going to be and end up with it. AJ, the, there are two possibilities that I see. And I, and I want you to weigh in here. Possibility one is this is just trying to get the most money possible for an object, whatever it is, right? You know, yeah. you're in a, you're in a mm-hmm. flea market, and I got a, an old grandfather clock or a chair or whatever. I'm trying to get the most for it, my asset. The other is this arbitrary set of conditions that if they're not met, he'll make it his prerogative, talking about Snyder, to take his ball and go yeah. home and then sort of, you know, force the next step in retaliation from the owners. And meanwhile, he's kind of been, you know, not under fire here for the last several months of this entire process. Which do you think is more likely? What are you seeing at this moment? Yeah, I think it's yeah the whole the whole move to kind of force him out. It's been it's been on hold since November when when the, when the Snyder announced the the whole you know exist looking you know, examining a potential sale, however you want to term it. I think I think, the, I think they're you know the heat will go back on him, and obviously you know there's talking to people who you know who are out here you know who 
who knows this stuff. The, the, the second outside investigation by Mary Jo White, we still don't know where, what it's, I, I, I reported in the same story that's close to wrapping up, but we don't know what it's going to, what it's going to say, you know, could it be, could it exonerate Snyder? Could it, could it um, give him more firepower, you know, and, and the timing is everything with this. You know, if, you know, if for some reason this, uh, if, uh, you know, no matter if this is a factor in whether Dan gets rid of the team or not, um, we don't really know. But, you know, if, if it's if they're if the Mary Jo White come, report comes back and she's examining the financial issues and the and the one claim uh, when the claim by a former employee made against um, Dan Snyder himself. You know, that's uh, you know, that could I might say it could change things, but it'll be it'll be another it'll kind of wrinkle on all this. We got uh, that audio from. Uh... Sean Payton that AJ was referencing about possible ownership groups in Washington, reaching out to him about his interest to come to the commanders. We'll play that next segment. So you guys want to hear that. Uh, we'll have that for you here on Grant and Danny at 525. Pretty fascinating and compelling audio. Uh, AJ, the, the Bezos part of this, I do find to be kind of the, the, the missing piece to the whole puzzle. If he gets in, it obviously gets to $7 billion. If he doesn't, there is still a chance that it gets to $7 billion. But what do we know and where are we at on Bezos, who is always just presumed to have been the favorite to land the team, but he hasn't even bid. We don't know if he's going to, and there's also this idea that Dan might not want to sell to him anyway. Yeah, it's hard to freaking die. It's, it's, you know, I've, you know, I only have one source close to, close to uh, Bezos, and I, <laughs> that source hasn't gotten back to me in a bit. So it's kind of hard to say whether, you know, every, I do, like you said, a lot of people expect him to come in at some point. Um, you know, but if, if, if Sider puts conditions on, you know, on that, you know, if it has to be a much bigger number, if it has to be two, two hundred, three hundred million dollars more than the 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 the, the next lowest offered. We don't know that, but you know, if 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 the if the bids are close, he's part, you know, there's a decent chance that I would not go with Bezos um, if he bids. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that's we don't the whole thing, the whole Jay Z, Matthew McConaughey stuff. I haven't heard anything about that for months. Yeah, that's been a while. But uh, what about you? Said the kind of the key phrases there. You know, we've all expected that he's going to get in. Why is that? Where where did that start or come from? I mean, it, is there smoke where we're saying, oh, clearly there was a fire at some point? No, yeah, there. I cannot report exactly why he wants to buy the team, and it's kind of a. It's I've been trying to nail this down, but yeah, there there. It's 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 an interesting reason why he wants in. Um and um and uh, beyond the fact that it's a big status symbol and he's super rich, and a lot of super rich people want to own. Uh, an NFL team. Right. Um, but yeah, it's uh yeah, you, you, there are no indications that he's a huge NFL fan, but we, we, you saw him sitting up there during the, during the season with uh, Roger Goodell and, you know, the, and the owners, the ones I talk to, you know, are ready to welcome Bezos in now, whether he gets, you know, whether he enters this bid or he's waiting on the potential sale of the Seahawks, that's kind of, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of up in the air. AJ Perez front office sports with us here on G and D. I don't mean like down to the minute or, or hour or even day, AJ, but sort of big picture here. When are we going to know something else? Do you follow what I'm saying? Like it, it, we've gone through this yeah, really big thought, dry I mean, spell here, right? Yeah, totally. That's why I wrote that. I mean, yeah. I mean, I was like, I was like, there's nothing going on. I'm, I had to dig and dig and dig. I mean, it's been three weeks since I reported about right. you know the, the the first round bids and then Bezos not bidding. It's and it was well, it's been two, a couple three weeks of silence and. So I just had to go through all my sources, talk to some people here in Phoenix, um, you know, and I got, came up with that. Uh, and, uh, and that's, uh, you know, that's a little bit of an update. But we don't, yeah, it's, it's, I, there, 
there, you know, Fox Business reported Wednesday that it could it could happen soon after the Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah, that could that could happen. Um, and maybe we'll outside chance we'll have a vote by March for the owners meeting. Um, but I think the people I talk to think it's going to take a little longer. It may be you know May June, but we should really within a few weeks we should know who the, the lead bidder is and what that number is going to be. You know, that's how this, these things usually go. That's how it went with the Broncos and every other sale has happened. And do you feel like that is, you know, because business is happening and there aren't leaks, like it's going according to plan, or is it because nothing's happening? You follow me? Like, this this isn't how we do normal sports reporting. Like, if there's a rumor about a trade, the trade either happens or it doesn't, we follow up and figure it out. I'm starving for information, and I get the silence, and, and my brain wanders in all these weird places. Yeah, well, um, it's, what, part, one part of it is Bank of America's handling the sale. They've only really other other major sale they handled with the Clippers several years ago, um, and so we, so a lot of us in the who were covering this stuff, we, you know, don't have a, you know, we don't have deep sources with the Bank of America there in Charlotte, um, and we try. We need, you know, we don't, <laughs> we we always try to you know get, give more information, but we're kind of getting it through you know people around the league at this point, um, and uh, and uh, you know they're 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 asking a lot of people I've walked into the opening night and people were asking me about it. Now on Monday, I'm like, if you're asking me, I'm like, yeah, there's a, it's, a, it's, that's, it's, you're right. I, I think it's, you're right. More that people are really tight lipped and keeping this close to the best rather than that. There's just, you know, that that there's just zero movement on this. So AJ, every time we have you on, I kind of end the conversation the same way. And I always apologize in advance and say, that I know that as a reporter, this is not really how you do your business, but now I'm asking for speculation and some guessing so your hunch, kind of what you're feeling right now, how this ends in a timeline to that end game. Yeah, I think he's going to sell. You know, I think there's people I talk to you know, uh, around the league still think he's going to sell. Um, and uh, there may not, maybe they weren't as sure about it, you know, now when I, I talked to him for my Wednesday story as they were a few weeks earlier. But I think it's, I think the writing on the dance line are not going the last couple games that, that, that we know of. Um, him spending so much time in London. Now he's selling his house, which wasn't a big shock. Is selling the house there in Maryland. You know there are indications that you know that Dan Snyder has kind of you know stepped away a little bit. Um, I mean we know how, how hands on he's been and how he's attended all these games over the years. So I think you know I think there's a timeline. I think you know I think the May, the May June you know for a vote possibly. But we first we need to know who that who, who that that lead bidder is and 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 how much they're going to be paying for it. The last one I've got for you, AJ, is you kind of chronicled this the 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 seven billion or bust sort of sort of deal. I've always thought that that seven billion number came from Bank of America, Snyder, whomever, because it benefits them the most, right? They just sort of throw numbers out there to create this sort of you know the the juice for it and kind of set expectations a certain way. What's the doomsday scenario here? Play that out for me, right? Like some of all fears, it, oh, like you know what I mean? Like the league starts bad. voting, then what happens? What are we doing? Yeah, although the. The, uh, the worst is that there's a lead bidder and the team's headed for a sale and that bidder can't come up with the two plus billion dollars for the 30% cash needed to buy a team. That's always, you know, oh. it, it's hard. I mean, I mean, financing, even if you're super rich, I mean, I mean, I have sources telling me the Walton, uh, Rob Walton needed some financing uh, to buy the Broncos and he's one of the wealthiest people in America. It just, it's the, when you, when you're talking about two plus billion dollars in cash, uh, or yeah, two point billion dollars liquid. You know, it's hard. It's hard to put that much you know, money together. It's not actually. You know, it's not going to be briefcases full of cash or anything. But you needed a bank account and you need to be verified. The vetting process. Something goes wrong in the vetting process. That would be. You know. That would be. You know. That would be. A, you know. Once the finance committee gets the application for this lead bidder, uh, uh, the potential top bidder. You know, if there's issues there, that would be. It, 
it's still unlikely because to, to, to get that far, Bank of America's hopefully done the due diligence and knows that money's there and they know this, this, this owner doesn't have any skeletons that would prevent um, approval. So that's, that would be the nightmare scenario, even though I still think it's unlikely. Uh, random off the beaten path, and, and if you haven't been tracking this, don't worry about it, but I am fascinated by so so Brett Favre is, is threatening now to sue Pat McAfee and a couple <laughs> of other people. With Pat. I just talked with Pat like 20 minutes ago. Oh, did you really? So, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His yeah. response on his show got, today was pretty epic. Yeah. He basically said, yeah, I'm not going to hire a lawyer. I'll see you in court. Uh, what's going to happen yeah. here? I think he got in trouble, like, the one of the, one of the, uh, one of the, in the complaint we, that we got last night, the, uh, one, one of the lawsuits mentioned, like, a date, the date and what he said. I think he was referencing one of my stories. I have to go back and look at it, because it's like, you know, because I've been covering this nonstop. Um, along with the Snyder sale, pretty much those are my two top stories. Um, and uh, yeah, it was shocking. I mean, obviously, you know, I wasn't shocked that the, the Daily Mail got it because I know how you know his lawyers work. Um, and uh, but it's uh, it's you know it's hilarious. It, and, and Pat still doesn't, doesn't want to get a lawyer. He's going to handle this himself, which I think is going to be. I'm like, yeah, I was like, I ah, may want to hire someone in Mississippi just to file the motion to dismiss. It, there's just you know, there he's a Brett Favre's a public figure. And, you know, and he's not here. He hasn't been on any shows. He's, he's lost all, you know, all of his deals are on pause, even copper fit. So, you know, they're, you know, he's fighting back. And it was like this, this put him back in the news for whenever there hasn't been much news on that for like, you know, two months. Now, you, now you're on Super Bowl week. You're, you, you, put, you put yourself, you put your the lawyers, put their client, you know, back up, you know, and made this a story again, which I just don't get. And for a lawsuit that has probably has a very little chance of succeeding. AJ, always a pleasure, my friend. Enjoy the game this weekend, man. Thanks for the time. Yeah, thanks for having me. Be well. Thank you. AJ Perez, check him out. Front Office Sports does a great job covering what's going on with Dan Snyder. By the way, on NFL Network right now, Jason Wright, team president of the Commanders, donning burgundy and gold polo, is live on TV uh, being interviewed. That's interesting. I I mean, he's on Radio Row out at the Super Bowl. We'll listen, see if he says anything compelling. Okay. I get it. Like, he is a team president. I, I don't know how many team presidents are making the rounds doing interviews with NFL Network. But. Well, to me, like, I don't know how to say this in a, in a better way. That's why you hire Jason Wright. Because you get him in public, he's going to crush it. Yeah, like, true. He, he is more thoughtful, more eloquent, and will charm the, the pantaloons off you in that kind of scenario and setting. He's really good at that. He's talking to Daniel Hall, Daniel Jeremiah, and Colleen Wolf, And he's, I'm sure he's crushing it. All right, so this Sean Payton audio, I've not even heard it yet. I'm just now seeing everybody sending it and asking what we think of it. Uh, AJ just referenced it. We've got the audio. We're going to play it next. Basically, it sounds like Sean Payton told SiriusXM today that prospective owners, plural, like multiple people trying to buy the commanders, had reached out to him to see about possibly having him coach the commanders if they had bought or are able to buy the team. Which would speak well, I would say, to yeah. this sale being pretty far down the road. If, if people are trying to get their ducks in a row, hey, if, if I take over, can we get you to coach the team? But we'll play that audio next as soon as we return right here on Grant and Danny. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I just tweeted the Grant and Danny 2023 unwanted characters at your Super Bowl party draft results, you can go there to discuss who had the best draft for unwanted characters at your party. I uh, will be posting our results on our food draft. Fred Smoot, our celebrity judge today, has your boy as his winner. But we'll uh, get some feedback on Twitter as the show goes on. So I actually think this audio is incredible. Yeah. Uh, I had not heard it. AJ Perez referenced it. I guess it came down just before he jumped on the air with us. And I kind of looked at you, turned off our mics. I'm like, what's he talking about? We found it. I listened to it during the break. This is fascinating. And you guys should hear it right now. So let's not waste any time. This is Sean Payton on Sirius XM talking about flirtation from the commanders and prospective owners who were trying to get their ducks in a row and see if he would be willing to come to Washington if they're able to buy the team. Here, here he was. This is Adam Shine interviewing him on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Was there ever a thought about going back to New Orleans? That was out there. Yeah. Um, and, and look, it, it's, a, it's, it's a trickier one because, it, look, it involves someone that, that I've hired, Dennis Allen, and, and we've worked together on two different stints. Um, but I think in the end, uh, for me, it was, looking, it was looking really closely at, at, at these teams. And then there was a, you know... The, there, everyone's waiting to see what happens in Washington. And there, there was some interest from some potential ownership groups that are going to be bidding on, that currently have bid on that team, that were getting ahead of the game saying, wow. hey, you know, if we get awarded this team, would you? And, and so there were a lot of different things at play. That's interesting. Right? And, and that's a place that's had great tradition. Like when I came into the league, Adam, my first two years were Philly. Of course, yeah. My next four years were New York so Giants. So you know all about that. And then my next three were the Cowboys. That My whole entire NFL career 
prior to New Orleans was NFC, NFC East. And what happened to that program? Was that one that made you think a little bit? Listen, that place, my uncle loved the Washington franchise. Last year, we go there to play. And I'm pregame, I'm looking up in the crowd. A third of the fans are Saints fans. And I'm like, what happened to this place? Yeah. That was, one of the six, that was one of the six pillars. They used to fight for tickets in divorces. I mean, there's a 50-year wait list yeah. to get tickets. It's that sad. Was a, that was a special place. It was. So it'll come back. I hope so. That's amazing audio oh, for a lot of reasons. All right? So let's just go back through it here, step by step. So he confirms that multiple ownership groups, it sounds like, reached out to him. And what he's saying is they were just finding out, if we win this team, are you in play for us? Now, I don't know if that meant, hey, next football season, are you going to be sitting out? Are you going anywhere this offseason? Or possibly what Colin Cowherd had talked about, what Diana Rossini had kind of floated, which was there's another team in on Sean Payton if they can get their ducks in a row. Maybe the, the, the logic being if the new owner can take over, say, three weeks after the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. If the sale is done at that point, if it's that far down the road, could could we get you this offseason? Is this something we could work out? We don't have a timeline, but I think that's a big deal because it speaks to this thing maybe. You know, we're always wondering what, what yard line are they on? Mm-hmm. If the end zone at the end of the football field is the sale, where is the ball at? And if you've got prospective owners who are serious enough and think... Starting to fill out staffs? Exactly. I might have this thing. It might be mine. Like, you're not reaching out to a GM and a head coach and people to run the team if you're just considering trying to buy them. I I feel like you're pretty far down the road before you start saying, let's call Sean Payton and see if he'd coach. Yeah, whether it's for this year or if it was by the time I get control, are you still doing TV and I could maybe have you come next year? This is before you took the Broncos You could call him and say, are you going to be in New Orleans or Denver this year? You know, are you going to get one of these jobs? Or is it possible that you do TV one more year and yeah. then we come calling after this season? If you sit out from coaching this year and are still television personality Sean Payton, and I got the team, dot, dot, dot. Right? What would it take? What would it take? Exactly. Um, significant on a number of fronts, but you're right. That's that's the biggest one there is that that indicates some confidence that this is real. This isn't just a, a you know a first show type uh, situation from Snyder Company. And then he's very complimentary of the history of this organization. You can easily say, well, what else is he going to say when he's being asked about it, one of the 32 teams? But it did come off as very genuine. Yeah, My uncle loved the Washington franchise. He talked about that being a special place, meaning football in D.C., probably at RFK initially, but then at, at FedEx in his early career. I mean, he references, I was Mr. NFC East. My word's not his, mm-hmm. but he was in Dallas, New York, and Philly. The only place he didn't go to was Washington, but he... He knows the division very well. It'd be a homecoming in that regard. He he was raving about the tradition. He said they were one of the six pillars, meaning there's six teams in the NFL that just mean more to the league and are are more historically bound and and successful than everyone else. And he's saying Washington's one of them, which, by the way, young people listening might think is hilarious, but that's a real thing. Yep. When, When the Redskins won the Super Bowl, 31 years ago, and Mark Schlereth's going to join us at 6. He'll be discussing that Super Bowl, which he played in for Washington. When they won that Super Bowl, they became the third team, I think it was, to have, excuse me, the fourth team to have three Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. There were only four at that time that had three Super Bowls. Top of my head, I think it was um, San Francisco, Pittsburgh. Steelers. 
And I think Dallas had three at that point also. They won a couple they more two in the, in the mid-90s? 90s. So, yeah, that's possible. So, wasn't them? There was, it could have been Dallas. I, I thought it was the Raiders. But regardless, there were three teams that Washington tied in 1991 with three Super Bowl rings. So, you, that's not a crazy thing to say that they were one of the pillars. And he's saying, yeah, there was interest. Yeah, that's a, uh, that's a sleeping giant, is basically what he said. Uh-huh. The anecdote he provides. Being on the field with New Orleans last year and looking up and seeing the stands and all the Saints fans, and he asked what you and I always talk about: How did this happen? I mean, he, he that 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 also answers the question. See, now it's hitting me that everyone around the league is doing the same thing. Uh-huh. When coaches come here, when GMs come here, when they're sitting in the owner's suite, they're going, "This place sucks." Right? I mean, seriously. The, that question. Going, he has ruined this thing. That question of what happened, usually with a curse word in the middle, right. or followed up with, no, I mean, seriously, what happened? Like, a, a, a buddy of mine that I went to school with wasn't it wasn't from here, NFC East fan, not of, uh, not of Washington, lived here in college, moved away for 20 years, just recently moved back. And he, he like, t- tuned into a game, I think maybe, maybe one of the Giants games or whatever was at home, and he was like, what, what is this? Like, what happened? I, I wasn't really aware of this, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not." How much time do you have? <laughs> do you want to sit down? Let's get a couple adult sodas and hash this out, man. You need to hear, hear a lot of stuff. Well, you and I talk about it not as a question, like, "Wow, how did this happen?" Or it's more of a chronicling of yeah. how we got here, mm-hmm. and the observation being, "It's over. This thing's been driven into the ground. Yeah. The plane has crashed." Dan Snyder took control of a plane that was really easy to fly, and he's run it into the mountain over and over and over again enough that now the thing can't get into the air anymore. But that tells you everything you need to know, that Sean Payton says, we get there, there's one-third of the fans are Saints fans, and we're wondering, what happened? I'm curious what you guys think about this audio. I mean, to me, this is big stuff. Like I, It's the football Friday right before the Super Bowl. We should probably end the show kind of talking about the Chiefs and the Eagles, but I think this is a big deal. He's saying that multiple ownership groups are, if they called him, they've called other people right now trying to find a head coach and a GM and, and get their ducks in a row. Uh-huh. Maybe that's something you do just in case with, a, with an entity of this magnitude. With Be prepared. A, billions of dollars worth of a corporation. But... It does make me think maybe this thing's a little further down the road. Let's go to Sean, who's in Woodbridge on Grant and Danny. Hey, Sean. What's up, Sean? GMB. What up? Man, I'm pissed at you guys right about now. Uh-oh. What did I do? I'm a, man, I'm telling you, I'm a fan through and through, dude, and I'm really pissed. How could you guys play that for us, man? That's just, that's just throwing salt in a big old wound, man. This thing a little I mean, bit. We we feel bad enough as it is. How could you guys play that? This is this is the type of stuff that pisses the fan base off more than anything. Like Peyton said, I mean, he watched this, you know, this place, and the NFC East was the cream of the crop. And, and imagine if Dan would have sold this thing earlier, this might have been a chance. You know what I'm saying? This is just bad. So, man. so what I kills mean, you? Is it that Peyton was willing to come here, or like what about the audio? It, it hurts you. 
I, what, what hurt me more than anything was how he talked about how this franchise affected him and even his family. His uncle was a Redskin. Right. He, he, he talked about the NFC East, how strong that division was. This just pisses you off. Appreciate you, buddy. Thank you, dude. Sean's always a 10, by the way. Every His time. energy's always great. Every time. It sounded like he was in the middle of like a moped race, though. Like, it was a great call. I'm glad he made it. Did you hear that? It was like... Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie Luca? They're, they're like racing for like a, uh, a Vespa. It felt like, like a Vespa <laughs> race was going on. Kevin's in Arlington. Kevin, how about that audio? Sean Payton saying multiple potential buyers in D.C. touched base with him about his possible availability if they were to get the commanders. Well, I just told, you know, Ryan that we're all so angry as old timers, especially because we had 20 of the glory years, you know, from really from 69 to 92. So it was even more, it was almost quarter century. And that, and since it's been a quarter century of debacle and he took a golden goose, Snyder did, he killed it, although I like your metaphor better. He flew it into the mountain so many times they couldn't get the plane up in the air. That's awesome. And so and it's why someone like me, who used to go all the time, it's why I couldn't go unless somebody gave me tickets. I could no longer go and pay for this team because I could not stomach it. And I do think it's going to happen. I think, you know, uh, Dan can say he wants seven. Hell, he'll probably get seven. Dan can threaten all he wants. Uh they have the sword of Damocles over him, which is the Mary Jo report, and 24 votes. It's going to happen. It will probably happen in a month. And we'll all be thrilled, and I'm looking forward to the parade. But there's still a part of me, guys, that wants to see Dan run out of town on a rail, tarn feather style, because he's just the worst guy who's ever been here in the sports world. And I used to think it was Bob Short who took the Senators to, to Texas. But, but, but Dan's got everybody beat. Appreciate, Appreciate you, you buddy. Thank you. Someone just tweeted me at Grant H. Paulson. It's funny. He says if he thinks one third of the fans being opposing are bad, he should come for a Cowboys game. <laughs> oh, that's both funny and sad. I and mean, accurate. It's true. Yeah. Like, you're right. The Saints, it's like, oh, there's a lot of Saints fans. NFC East game? Well, how about like the Dolphins and opening week? You know what I mean? Like a few years back. Remember those? Or the Chargers of a couple years ago. We are going to get back into the Super Bowl in our final segment. Six o'clock, we got Mark Schlereth. We're going to make our confidence points picks as well. Uh, there's a lot still to get to before we get out of here at 630. I'd love to talk about Rihanna's halftime show with you a little bit, what we're expecting from that. Uh, Danny is hard to please when it comes to Super Bowl halftime shows. So how does he feel about Rihanna taking center stage? But I, I do want to react to this audio with you guys next. And here's a question I think that we need to ask. How about if you're Ron Rivera, you're going to see this clip. What do you think when you see this clip? Great question. What does it say about Ron Rivera? 800-636-1067 is the number on Grant and Danny. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Confidence points picks, either Darius or I, is taking the SAT test this offseason. They're coming up in our final segment of the week, our final segment of the last football Friday of the campaign. Six o'clock, right after Mark Schlereth, who stops by in 15 minutes. We've already crowned the winners today of our tickets to Fallout Boy. And how about a first-time winner, as far as uh, callers trying to win prizes, Got the tickets to come up on stage with us to introduce the guys nice, from man. the Impractical Jokers. That's pretty sweet. That's going to be a fun thing. Go to Twitter right now at Grant H. Paulson. I've got graphics up for you. Whose house are you going to for your Super Bowl food needs uh, based on our food draft and also who won our draft on Super Bowl characters to ban from your party? So Sean Payton said that prospective owners for the commanders were calling him to try to see if he'd be interested in coaching if they get the team. Listen to this audio. For me, it was looking it was looking really closely at, at, at these teams, and then there was a, you know, there everyone's waiting to see what happens in Washington, and there there was some interest from some potential ownership groups that are going to be bidding on that currently a bid on that team, that were getting ahead of the game, saying, wow. hey, you know, if we get awarded this team, would you? And and so. There were a lot of different things at play. That's interesting. And and that's a place that's had great tradition. Like when I came into the league, Adam, my first two years were Philly. Of course, yeah. My next four years were New York Giants. So you know all about that. And then my next three were the Cowboys. That My whole entire NFL career prior to New Orleans was NFC, NFC East. And what happened to that program? Was that one that made you think a little bit? Listen, that place, my uncle loved the Washington franchise. Last year, we go there to play. And I'm pregame, I'm looking up in the crowd. A third of the fans are Saints fans. And I'm like, what happened to this place? Yeah. That was one of the six that was one of the six pillars. They used to fight for tickets in divorces. I mean, for there's a fifty year wait list (sighs) to get tickets. It's sad. That was a special place. It was. So it'll come back. I hope so. That's Sean Payton on Sirius XM's Mad Dog Radio with Adam Shine. But that's now us finding out there's prospective owners calling around. To try to line up GMs, coaches, staffs. Owners. Right. Plural. Multiple people It's it, from what he said there. So everyone's reaction that I'm seeing is Ron Rivera's cooked. Stinks to be Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera's days are numbered. I guess. But what I would say to that, Danny, is that as soon as they get a new owner, it's going to be bad to be Ron Rivera. Like If it's true that they're being sold... Mm-hmm. Either they're really good this year and Rivera keeps his job, or they're average or worse this year and he doesn't. But welcome to business. I mean, if if someone else takes over the radio station, 
or we have a new program director, or we have a new uh, person running our local cluster. Like, that's bad news for the incumbents because you have no rapport, relationship, track record with the person that's coming in here. Totally. Necessarily. And, and look, hopefully, whoever that new person is, if it does happen, goes, we need a GM to be in charge of that. Well, that's an immediate demotion for Ron Rivera. So even if you wanted to keep Ron Rivera as the coach, you'd be walking in saying, hey, you're going to have a huge reduction in your power. You cool with that? He may or may not be. I mean, it also would be entering the fifth year of his um, uh, of his contract. There's a lot of reasons why it would be move on. It's still fascinating. It's still very interesting. Then who knows how quickly that timeline would have come together? New prospective owner purchases team, install Sean Payton, build staff, etc. Or if it's wait until next year. But yeah, that's that's life in the NFL. It's not the National Fairness League. Ahmed in Manassas. You're on Grant and Danny. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing today? Good, man. Doing well. Good. Um, so, yeah, I think Ron Rivera's number or his time is numbered. Um, and I think as a fan, we're, we're, we're in for one heck of a season next year because I think he's going to go all out one way or another, try to win as many games by doing as many crazy things as possible. So it's going to be an interesting year. Um, and short from a playoff run, I, th- I think he's gone after this year. Appreciate you. Yeah, if they don't make the playoffs, I would say even if Dan Snyder's still the owner, he's not getting a fifth season. Uh, but if there's a new owner, I think that there's no denying that the playoffs are bust, right? I mean, the only way to convince someone new coming in here who didn't hire you to keep them from hiring someone else would be to An to excellent win. season. Yeah. They, they, and they just don't have a choice. They go, well, okay, I, it'd be awkward for me to – to blow you out after you just won 11 games and a playoff game for the first time, you know, in over 15 years organizationally. PJ's in Reston. What's up, PJ? Hey, happy Friday, guys. Uh, I'm slightly shocked. I mean, I'm, I'm in my 40s now, so nothing really shocked me, shocks me, but I'm slightly shocked. The, the thing about it that's a little bit weird is that this was something behind the scenes where whoever these potential buyers uh, of the franchise that are going to buy it from uh, Danny Boy, Danny Snyder, that is, uh, whoever the potential buyers, you know, we're talking to Sean Payton, doing their due diligence. That part is cool. What I'm wondering is now that Payton took the, the Denver job, why it's a little bit, I respect Sean Payton, but it's a little bit weird for him to air this out. There was no reason that he had to make this public. I feel these things happen a lot, and coaches kind of keep it on money. The phone coach is going to go to this team, but he went to that team. The other team was approaching him. True. I feel like they don't vocalize that. No, he, so he didn't have to say anything. You're right. You're right. I'm glad he did because it gives us some intel. He clearly could have kept this under the vest. He was answering a question, though, which was, and maybe he got a little sidetracked, and maybe if he could, he would he would change giving all the information he did. But I think that it was it was a convoluted process. Like, hey, Denver, Houston, New Orleans, could you have stayed there? Was it always Denver? And he was basically saying this was not a normal courtship process or, yeah. for me. I got a weird thing going on in D.C. I have my best buddy coaches the Saints, so I didn't want to take the job from. Mm-hmm. I think he was trying to explain why it was so complicated. Indeed, yeah. It, now, for us, it's red meat. We're so excited because it involves the ownership change, potentially coaching here, our history, and stuff like that. It was just, I think, by way of explanation that he was answering the question about you know his process that led him to Denver. I think if you're Ron Rivera, you would have preferred that he didn't say anything. I would agree to that, yeah. He's not going to love the video that he sees circulating on Twitter. Of Sean Payton sitting next to Adam Shine. Uh, next on Grant and Danny, a guy who won a Super Bowl with the Redskins in 1991 
Mark Schlereth, right here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 